It's 4 o'clock and time for the Calvary Live Show, taking your calls and questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus. The number to call is 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Hey, good afternoon. This is Jason Vandiver here with you. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado. So uh, excited to be with you here this afternoon on Calvary Live. Appreciate all of you listening uh, here in Colorado and Wyoming on the Front Range. Grace FM, all of you listening in Maryland, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania on Hope FM. Welcome to all of you uh, who are listening. It's so exciting just to think uh, that we're able to have this conversation all across the country, all across the United States uh, about the Lord and uh, through God's Word. Hey, if you want to join me on the program, that's really what this program's all about. Most of you probably realize that if you've listened before. Uh, but if you want to join me uh, here, there's one number to call, 303 690 Six nine zero three thousand. That's the number to call. Whether you're in Colorado, Wyoming, as I said, Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, uh, that number is available to all. Or if you prefer, you can text uh, your question seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven seven two zero three three six zero eight nine seven. And those uh, are the numbers uh, for you to uh, get in touch with us here. Be a part of this program. Some of you might be thinking, you know, I really want to call. Uh, I'm a little bit apprehensive. I think that you'll find uh, once you do, uh, that your thoughts uh, just flow, and we're able to have a really great conversation uh, about the Lord, and uh, and talk about my favorite subject, uh, which is the Lord via the Word of God. And so, uh, if you want to join me here again, 303-690-3000. I'm Jason Vandiver. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel and Parker. If you'd like more information uh, about our fellowship, you can get that information at our website, calvarychapelparker.com. That's calvarychapelparker.com, and you can go there. There's all sorts of, uh, not just information there, but free resources available for you there. Studies, audio, and video throughout the entire Bible, Old and New Testament. And if you're going to be in the Parker, Colorado area, I want to invite you to join us uh, this coming Sunday. It's Friday here. It feels pretty good. I love Friday, uh, but I love Sunday even more. And uh, if you want to join me at Calvary Chapel Parker this Sunday, uh, you can do so. 10 o'clock is our service time, and you can get directions again at our website, calvarychapelparker.com. And uh, we're going to be continuing in Genesis chapter 3, uh, the fall of man. You know, a lot of people look around the world and they blame God for the way things are in the world. Um, they sometimes even blame Satan uh, for just their own sin and mistakes. Obviously, Satan is out there uh, lying and tempting, but sometimes it's just our own sin. And we'll get into that this Sunday. Why is everything the way that it is in the world? Why is the world upside down? Why did God need to send his son uh, to redeem us and uh, ultimately to right the world? Well, all the answers to that are found in the third chapter of Genesis in the fall of man. When man chose, when Adam chose to sin as our representative, and a lot of people think, well, that's not fair. I wouldn't have done that. But the reality is, is that each and every day uh, we validate that he was a reasonable representative for us because we choose to sin uh, tragically as well. Uh, But when Adam chose uh, to sin, the world was uh, plunged uh, into a a different state than God created it as a result of that sin. So we'll be talking about that, but we'll also be talking about uh, what is revealed there, not just the beginning of sin, uh, but the the beginning of the revelation of God's plan of redemption there in Genesis chapter 3. So uh, you won't want to miss it. It's going to be a great time as we get into the Word of God. This Sunday, you can worship with us. We have children's ministry uh, available for you and all sorts 
sorts of other things going on throughout the week. Uh, empty nesters study, uh, young adults, youth ministry, uh, midweek study uh, on Wednesday evenings at 7 p.m. where we're studying in the book of Exodus. So a lot of different things that you can take advantage of uh, if you're in the Parker, Colorado area. And as I said, if you're not in the Parker, Colorado area, if you're listening somewhere else in Colorado or Wyoming or you're listening on the East Coast, uh, we have all sorts of resources that you can take advantage of at our website. Uh, just studies through the Word of God that you can go there and easily access uh, and stream or download at your convenience. Again, that's calvarychapelparker.com. How about joining me on the program, 303-690-3000, and let's go to Stephen in Baltimore, Maryland. Stephen, welcome to the program. How you doing, sir? I'm doing well. Thanks for joining me. Yeah, I just want to say something, that God yeah. is good, Yep. And, and I suffer from depression, hmm. and I won't give up, and I take my medicine. I've been having, I've been in and out of the hospital a lot this year, and I, I, I stayed out of the hospital for almost five years, and all this stuff is coming against me, and, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I don't know what to say. I just let the spirit, hmm. let the spirit. I need, I need prayer. Are you plugged into a a, a good church in your area, Stephen? Yes. Excellent, and and I assume that those folks there are. We're going to pray for you too before you go, but you're able to go there and get encouraged in the Word and be prayed for regularly. And and do you have opportunities to serve? Yes. Okay, well, excellent. I just encourage you to take advantage of those opportunities. Obviously, you know, uh, what you're dealing with, you know, I can hear it in your voice and, and, and the heaviness in my heart, and I'm sure the hearts mm-hmm. of many other people listening right, right, now, right now is I'm going out to you. I'm reading the book of Job, mm. and, you know, people, <laughs> I, I, women say I'm handsome and things, I want to be a doctor, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm interested in uh, neuroradiology, and my high school girlfriend, uh, she's a doctor, hmm. and um, I'm always looking out over, over for other people. And I'm big brother. I have three sisters, and hmm. you know, I don't have any children. I was uh, cured of uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, hmm. and you know Satan can't do anything to me unless he asks God permission. Mm-hmm. And he's tried many a times to take my life, hmm. and and I my my. My uh, grandmother was an evangelist, and I found my father, I found my grandmother, and, you know, I'm, people say I would make a good detective, and <laughs> I'm always searching for things, but it's that we all look for meaning in life, and something greater than ourselves, and I have it right in front of me, it's the, it's the word, yeah. and it's always been there, mm. and I look at it, it says we don't hate the world. Satan and, and, and his, his, his lawlessness, and it says in the book of Corinthians about Paul saying, if you don't have love and you have all this other stuff, it means nothing. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I don't know, but I'm, I tried to kill myself back in 88. I overdosed on Thorazine, and I almost died. And, and God is good. Mm-hmm. Well, let I me. Who want to serve God, not Satan? Yeah, let me do this, Stephen. Let's go ahead and and let's pray. And and yeah. uh, I, I'm I'm just thankful that uh, um, that you didn't take your life. I'm thankful that the Lord is. Uh, 
has saved you and has preserved you. And I know that the Lord desires to use you. And the Lord has already done amazing things in your heart. And I know that the yeah. Lord has even greater things that he wants to do in you and around you. Let's pray. Yes. Father, I just thank you for Stephen. I thank you for his call. And, and Lord, I just thank you for your love uh, for him. Lord, uh, you formed him in his mother's womb. Uh, Lord, he is fearfully and wonderfully made and, and, and crafted, Lord, in your image. And Lord, you redeemed him out of the people in the world. You, you saved him. And Lord, he, his, his life is so precious uh, in your sight. And Lord, you've obviously given him uh, great compassion and uh, the ability to feel in a great way. And Lord, you've given him great intelligence, Lord, and, and a heart for you and a love for your word. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would just work in his life in a powerful way. I pray that you'd use him in even greater ways in his church. Lord, I pray that you would just bring even uh, greater opportunities in his ministry or, or new ministries to him, Lord, to be able to, uh, to just focus his heart, Lord, on those people around him as he's done. And Lord, I just pray that you'd give him a new capacity to worship and, a, and an even deeper hunger for your word and, and, yes, and an even greater love uh, for others and for the lost and Lord uh, for his family and those around him and Lord um, I just pray that the joy of the Lord would be his strength Lord that the joy of the Lord would be his strength Lord that you would uh, just come and surround him now that you would uh, uh, just hold him Lord as only you can that you would minister to his heart Lord you understand uh, you understand the, the the complexity of the uh, of the attack that the enemy has waged against him and so many others uh, who are in a similar situation but Lord uh we are more than conquerors in you. Yes, Lord. And Lord, he is going to be victorious in you by the power of your Holy Spirit, which dwells in him. And Lord, we just pray that you would just bless him, that you would be with Stephen, that you would remind him daily how much uh, you love him. Lord, that you would protect him and that you would continue to uh, deliver him from all of the attacks of the enemy. Lord, I just pray that, pray that you would be with him and that you would continue to cause him to walk with you as a friend, a man yes, who walks Lord. with God, Lord. I just pray uh, your hand uh, to be, and your spirit uh, to be upon him in a powerful way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I want to say one thing. I, sure. I was reading a book about the, um, uh, by Lester Summerall, The Gifts and Ministries of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. and if something happened to me, I was in the hospital about a month ago, and I covered my eyes. And I, I don't know if I was hallucinating or whatever. I saw all these presents and gifts around me. Mm -hmm. And I said, I said, this is strange. I mean, and it's like, uh, I was reading uh, Judges 7 and 8 about Gideon and mm -hmm. how the 300 were selected by how they uh, drank water. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I'm like, you know, I mean, people say I'm very spiritual, but no one is spiritual as Christ. Mm. And, and, you know, in order to be exalted, you must be humbled. And, but people say I'm a genius. I'm no genius. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you talk about uh, polymaths like Leonardo da Vinci or Isaac Newton or uh, Leibniz. And, uh, uh, Jesus is the perfect man. Not, not, we're, we're not Jesus. But, but the thing about it is that, you know, I'm not a con artist. I've, I, I was born again. And the thing about it is that with human reproduction, you have conception and you have gestation and parturition. But if I don't finish my, my, my course, my race, then I will forfeit mm -hmm. everything that I work for. Finish so well, I, Stephen. I have to finish. 
Finish strong. Yeah, you're going to finish strong, Stephen. God bless you, my friend. I I appreciate you calling in today. You're welcome. Take care, my brother. I will. will. Bye-bye. Hey, folks, if you want to join me on the program like Stephen, if you have a prayer request or if you have a question uh, or or something that you need to talk about here, we have the Word of God, and uh, that is the greatest resource known uh, to mankind or that ev- will ever be known to mankind, and, and we'd love to hear from you. 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. That's the number to call. Uh, or if you prefer to text us uh, on the program here, 720 336 0897. I'm Jason Vandeveer. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel Parker. And uh, I just want to invite you to join me here. Uh, as I was mentioning earlier before we talked to Stephen there, I want to invite you to join me uh, out this weekend at Calvary Chapel Parker. 10 a.m. this Sunday, we'll continue in the book of Genesis, a pivotal book. Pivotal point, really, in the book of Genesis, in all of the Bible, Genesis chapter 3, uh, where we talk about the fall of man. And so, why is the world, if God created it in perfection, why is the world in such a state of imperfection? Uh, well, we'll address that this Sunday in relationship uh, to the choices that man uh, has made in relationship uh, to sin. So, if you want to join us, uh, just go to CalvaryChapelParker.com. CalvaryChapelParker.com is the, is the uh, web address, and you can get all the information there. And if you're not in the Parker, Colorado area, that's okay too. We've got all kinds of great uh, resources at the website there. Uh, And again, if you want to call me here, 303-690-3000. I got a text question coming in here. It says, uh, looks like from 1 Corinthians chapter 8, is it referring to or implying that there is uh, there are multiple gods? Also in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, verse 5, uh, what doesn't? It looks like the text message is cut off there. Uh, but let's uh, talk about 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 8 and uh, verse 5 and, and the idea uh, that whether or not the Bible uh, talks about uh, multiple gods. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 5, it says, uh, even if, Paul writing, even if there are so-called gods, whether in heaven or on earth, uh, as there are many gods and many lords, yet for us there is one God. So, um, to answer the question, obviously, you know, we can go back, clear back uh, to uh, the Old Testament and where God tells us that uh, he is the only God and uh, that he knows that there is no other in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 39. Uh, in 1 Kings chapter 8, uh, we see that uh, uh, that the Lord is God and there is no other. Um, God says he knows uh, of no other. And uh, so even in Paul, Paul in, in that same chapter in uh, 1 Corinthians that we were looking at, in chapter Chapter 8, verse 4, if you just look at the verse before it, it says that uh, there is no uh, other God but one. And so clearly in the context of Scripture and even in the context of this passage that the text message brings up, uh, there is but one God, the one true and living God. There are other gods in the sense that that people worship them, but they're not real. They're figments of man's imagination. There were the Baals and the Ashtoreths, uh, you know, the Ekronite gods and, and so forth that were worshipped in the Old Testament uh, and that aren't even described in the Old Testament that we 
know historically from other cultures, uh, but these weren't legitimate. These weren't real gods. They're the gods that that people worship today, though they might do so in a more sophisticated sense. Uh, so when Paul is talking about it here, he's talking about gods in that sense, in the sense that the other false uh, deities that people worship, uh, but they're only figments of men's imaginations. And and the Bible is very clearly uh, monotheistic. There is uh, but one true and living God. From the first verse of the Bible in Genesis chapter 1, verse 1, it assumes God and it assumes but one God in the beginning God. And we see the nature of God, uh, Elohim there, uh, one God eternally existent in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Uh, Not three different gods, but one God distinct in three persons as we understand him fully revealed both in the Old and New Testament. So, great question. Uh, I love to see people uh, reading and uh, looking at the scriptures and trying to reconcile that uh, with their Christian faith and make sure that they understand things properly uh, in accordance uh, with what the Bible teaches us. So, great question. If you've got more questions, uh, text 720-336-0897 or love to have you join me on the program and that is uh, 303-690-3000. Let's go to Morgan in Castle Rock. Uh, Morgan, welcome to the program. Right, yeah. I was just kind of touched by Stephen, by how broken he was. And yeah. if he was listening, I wanted to encourage him that God's near the brokenhearted. Mm-hmm. And I just, uh, I want to give the brother a hug, you know. Um, <laughs> right, right. Uh, I know that place of depression, and that's not where God wants us. He encourages us, builds us up. He didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of peace and a sound mind. And I just wanted the brother to know that, know that we're here, we're all struggling because we're in this world, but Christ is risen on high and we're in him. And just wanted to let him know that that's that's where he is in God's eyes, is in in Christ, to the seated high. Well, and and I'm... Go ahead. Go Go ahead. ahead. No, no, I I just appreciate you saying that. And uh, though this is recorded, I hope that uh, so so on the East Coast, they'll hear our conversation next week, uh, even though we were talking to Stephen live. So I hope Stephen's listening next week uh, as well and is able to hear uh, your encouragement as well, because I know that it'll mean a lot. And I I know that there's uh, a lot of other people listening out there who might feel just like Stephen does right now. And I know that they're encouraged by your words as well. Right. Well, I mean, that's that's Word of God, and that's what we're supposed to lean on. You know, I, I've been in that place of depression almost daily, but that's not of God. It's of the enemy trying to keep mm-hmm. us down low, and God wants us to realize where we are, you know, yeah. in His eyes and in our spirit. We're in Christ, and so that's, that's all I really wanted to say, and I appreciate what you do, and just encourage you to keep on keeping on man and well, i appreciate know. that yep exactly well and you know we all i mean to to be discouraged is to be human you know obviously right. some people some people experience that to a greater depth than others no no question about it um but to it's part of you know being a human being and and life can be very discouraging sometimes it's just our own sin that discourages us sometimes it's what we see around us sometimes we don't even you know we can't quite explain what's going on um you know and it's maybe uh, just a spiritual attack that we don't always know all of the things that are going on but as you you know the lord is the lifter of our head 
limits. And um, he, he's the one who, uh, who uh, upholds us, and, and he's the one who, he's the great comforter and has given us uh, his spirit. And so I just appreciate uh, uh, the spirit speaking through you today. Appreciate it, Morgan. Yeah, and um, just recently when I, I was kind of down and I went to church and I was listening to Pastor John at Calvary Castle Rock and mm-hmm. God was just saying, you know, when I'm going through hard times, when I'm doing th- things that I don't feel right, just look up, you know? Mm-hmm. And and I, a lot of time when I go to pray, it's just be still, you know? Let God talk yeah. to you. Yeah. Let Him penetrate your heart. Don't. It's a conversation. It's not you just talking, but let God pour back into you. Just be still, be silent, and let Him penetrate you, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, thanks, brother. Love hey, thank you. you. And by, by the way, I had a chance to visit uh, your future church home at Calvary Chapel Castle Rock yesterday afternoon and pray uh, up on the hill there where uh, uh, with Pastor Dave, and it was a great time. So uh, we uh, we headed down there uh, to that uh, to the property there off Highway 86, and uh, what a beautiful uh, place! And I'm excited to see what the Lord does in the future of Calvary Chapel and Castle Rock. Yeah, and I, I'm coming from Calvary Worship Center. Oh, in Colorado Springs. Pastor uh, Al. I used to yeah. live in Colorado Springs, but I'm a Excellent. little closer. And um, but I honestly feel I know that it's no one single church that is the body of Christ, but we're all united in Christ. And I truly I feel that you know that connection. Mm-hmm. It's not off of feelings, but it's just knowing that hey, the Word of God's preached here. That's what's important. That's what matters. And as long as we stick to that, I think that. God's mm-hmm. gonna get us through this life and on to our glory, you know. So, mm. absolutely. God bless you, Morgan. You as well. Take care. Thanks for the call. Yep. Bye. Hey, folks. Jason Vandeveer here on Calvary Live. Appreciate all of you up and down the front range and uh, listening on Grace FM and those listening on Hope FM on the East Coast. Appreciate you as well. If you want to join me here on the program, 303-690-3000. And let's go to Carlos. Carlos uh, here in Colorado. Welcome to the program, Carlos. Yes. Uh, hi. How you doing? Um, well, I wanted to uh, ask because like, I've been like praying a lot and mm-hmm. like trying to get in the word more but then i'm also when i'm when i get in the word more and start praying like i do uh, when i close my eyes i just get like i don't know like vision not visions but it's like would i read it i could see it in my head mm-hmm. but also i start getting a, a headache and mm-hmm. like because I, I play in the worship team at my church okay and uh, i think one of those things because uh my wife she's a, a whole different doctrine she's mm-hmm. uh they believe in only jesus name they don't believe in the trinity and right, I, and I think something that's been bothering me is uh, her not going to church, like supporting me, mm-hmm. like to go to church. Yeah, well, let's. Uh, we're going to go ahead and pray for that, Carlos. I I can relate to you. There was a period of time uh, where every time uh, I taught, I would get a migraine right after the service, um, like a debilitating migraine headache. And uh, this was several years ago. And and uh, you know, the Lord, uh, the Lord eventually took that away. But uh, when you go through that, it's uh, it, it's a very difficult thing, uh, uh, especially you know when you're when you're trying to serve the Lord and and uh, and it gets you down. And we have uh, some folks in our fellowship now. They come out, and some nights I can see them. I can tell they're they're struggling with these headaches and and things of that nature. And your heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to you. Let's let's pray, Carlos. 
Father, we just I, I just thank you for Carlos. I just pray. Uh, first of all, I just pray for his wife, Lord. I just uh, I pray that uh, that you would just reveal yourself to her, Lord. Uh, uh, you say in your word, "He who has the the Father also has the Son," and so. Uh, to truly have a relationship with you, we've got to know who you are. And so I pray that you'd save her, that you'd reveal yourself uh, to her, uh, Lord, in, in, in your fullness and uh, in, in the fullness uh, of, of the Godhead is revealed in your son, Jesus Christ, as you say in your word. And so, uh, Lord, I just pray that you would just deliver her from, from this uh, uh, oppressive doctrine that she's under. And uh, Lord, that uh, her and Carlos would be able to go to church together, would be able to worship and study your word together, that there would be unity uh, together in you. And Lord, I just pray uh, for Carlos as he's, as he's serving you, Lord, uh, uh, that if possible, Lord, you would deliver him. Uh, from these these headaches, um, but uh, Lord, if they are to continue for a while or even indefinitely, Lord, I pray you give him the strength uh, that he, that your strength would be made perfect in weakness, and that you would give him the ability to still serve you effectively uh, despite these things that he's suffering. And Lord, just continue to be with him and uh, comfort him, strengthen him, Lord. Just give him a peace. And and Lord, I just pray that you would just continue to reveal uh, great and mighty things to him as he gets into your word and uh, as he seeks you in prayer, that he would seek you more and more uh, each day. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Uh, you too. God bless you. Yeah. Yeah, appreciate you calling in and uh, and uh, keep us posted, especially on on uh, on the situation with your wife and 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 the headaches. Give us a call back and let us know how things are going. Okay. Yeah, I'll give you a call back. Thank you. God bless you. Hey, three zero three six nine zero three thousand. Jason Vanderveer here on Calvary Live. Let's go to Marissa in Brighton. Marissa, welcome to the program. Hi. Um, thank you so much for, uh, you know, spreading the, the gospel. But I have a daughter that was saved at the age of 14, so I think she was. Mm-hmm. But at any rate, um, her husband, um, Rob, was a Marine, pretty tall and husky. Well, he came down with an illness. I don't know what it is, but he had a liver transplant. Uh, mm-hmm. He didn't he wasn't expected to live. Now he is in renal failure. He has lost like 99% of his muscle mass. I mean, he looks like somebody from a concentration camp. And I've talked to him about the Lord, and he mentioned to me one time, well, the Quran says the same thing. I thought, uh-oh. Um, anyway, uh, they are moving back to Castle Rock from Virginia, and I just pray that he is healthy enough or strong enough to uh, come back. Maybe this is what the Lord wants in order for him to be saved, him and my daughter, if she's not saved, and my granddaughter, I know that she is not saved. But I need to know, I'm a Baptist, and I just need to know where there is, well, you know, where the Calvary is in Calvary Rock or a Baptist church so that they can go to, or maybe the pastor can pay, they may visit once they move in the first week of July, because they own a house in Castle Rock. And I really believe that they need prayer, they need someone to lead them to the Lord. 
Well, yeah, there's a Calvary Chapel right. I don't know how familiar you are with uh, Castle Rock, I'm, but I'm not. Yeah, so but they can go to I believe their I'm going to look it up right now. I think their web address is uh, well, no, that's not their web address. Uh, maybe uh, Frank can uh, look up their web address for me, and I'll give it to you before we go off the air, uh, or somebody might be able to track that down. But uh, I think it's like uh, CCCR, but I'll, I'll have to track it down for you. But they're right off of I-25 and uh, Wolfensburger uh, in Castle Rock, which which is kind of one of the main uh, exits on the on kind of the in the original part of Castle Rock. Um, but oh. a great a great church down there at Calvary Chapel, and just talking to uh, a gentleman uh, earlier. You probably heard our uh, earlier conversation there uh, when okay. I was talking to Morgan uh, from Calvary Chapel and Castle Rock is there there, and I saw Pastor Dave Love from Calvary Castle Rock yesterday. Great uh, guy and his wife Mindy. They just have a neat a really neat fellowship there. And so uh, my prayer, we're going to pray before we go, uh, Marissa, uh, into the break here. We're just going to pray real quick uh, here because we've got a short amount of time that the Lord would just work in their lives and bring them there. Father, uh, I just thank you for Marissa. I thank you for her heart. I thank you that she knows you, uh, Lord. Uh, but but we just pray for her daughter. We pray for her salvation. I, we pray for her granddaughter, for her salvation. We pray for her son-in-law, for his salvation. Uh, we pray for his healing. Uh, but Lord, most importantly, whatever happens, we pray that you would use these circumstances uh, to bring them to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hey, Marissa, so you bet. It's calvarycastlerock.com. Calvarycastlerock.com. Folks, you're listening to Grace FM. Jason Vanderveer, we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Call us with your questions about life, the Bible, and living in Jesus right now at 303-690-3000. And welcome back. Jason Vanderveer here on Calvary Live. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker, Colorado. And if you want some more information about us, including uh, how you can join us this coming Sunday, you can go to Calvary Chapel parker.com calvarychapelparker.com all kinds of resources there you can take advantage of even if you're not in the area and planning on joining us whether you're up and down the front range but not in Parker or you're on the east coast uh, there's all kinds of resources there including studies throughout the entire Bible that you can watch uh, or listen to for free just download them stream them again calvarychapelparker.com and if you want to join me on the program here 303 690 let's go to Bianca she has uh, something I think that she wanted to uh, encourage, uh, provide as uh, an encouragement. Bielka, welcome to the program. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. I'd just like to encourage Carlos regarding these headaches because mm. I've known a few people that have gotten not necessarily headaches, but other pains in body parts whenever they either do worship or read the the word or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just like to say don't if you're still listening, don't let that stop you from reading the Bible and mm-hmm. and being on the worship team because that is one of the main things the enemy will want to use to try to stop you from doing his will. And so 
even if you keep having these headaches or whatever else you may be having, just continue pressing on because the enemy wants to see us not be doing God's will and mm-hmm. fallen and and so whatever you do, just don't let that stop you and just keep on pressing deeper into God's Word. Absolutely, and I, and I think that that's great encouragement uh, for Carlos. And, and sometimes it's uh, our circumstances and some you know uh, just what we're going through in life, and particularly emotionally, and sometimes it's physical things. For Carlos, it, it's a little bit of both. Um, but you're exactly, yeah. you're exactly right, Bianca. You know, the enemy will try whatever it takes to get you to stop doing what you're doing when you're doing the right thing. And so uh, when we recognize that, uh, we just ask the Lord to give us the strength to be able to press through despite uh, whatever we might be suffering from or whatever we might be uh, experiencing uh, at that particular point in time. Yeah, well, that's all I had to say, but well, thanks good. a lot. <laughs> you bet. I appreciate you calling today, Bianca. God bless you. God bless you. Bye. All right, folks, if you want to join me on the program like Bianca and many others, great calls today, 303-690-3000. I've got a... Uh, a text question here, and uh, since this is probably a follow-up to some of our earlier conversations with uh, Stephen and others, uh, and and the follow-up, but it says, what does the Bible say about depression? My wife has chronic and severe depression to the point where she has trouble functioning. Is there anything uh, the Word says? And the Word absolutely uh, has a lot to uh, to say on this this subject, particularly uh, I, I, I like the Psalms, because uh, when we look in the Psalms, Psalms, we see that that David uh, could relate uh, to us. I, I like what he says in the 61st Psalm. And he says, from the end of the earth, I will cry to you. He says, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock uh, that is higher than I. David wrote so many uh, of the Psalms down in the wilderness there uh, uh, near the Dead Sea and of En Gedi. And one thing that you note in that area are all of these uh, high canyons and cliffs and rocks. And uh, you see particularly some of the livestock uh, of the area, the the wild goat, the Gedi, uh, uh, or the... Uh, the rock hyrax, as it's called in 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 uh, scripture, or the coney and uh, the uh, old uh, uh, King James. Uh, these uh, they're kind of a small. Uh, uh, almost look like a beaver without the tail. Actually, is the best way that I can describe those animals. But you see them taking shelter on this on this high rock, and no doubt David was was looking at that all these visuals and realizing who he was in the world and how he needed a God to place him to 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 lead him to that rock that was higher than him, that rock of safety, uh, that rock of lifting him out of uh, the depths of despair and discouragement, and and you know as I mentioned earlier, to to get depressed uh, is is human. Uh, it happens to all of us at different points. It happens to uh, some people in more severe ways than others. Uh, but uh, the Lord is the answer to that. And I don't believe that you have to remain in a state where you're debilitated, where you can't function, where you can't get out of bed, where you can't worship the Lord, where you can't serve the Lord. And I find that the best answer is just turning with all your heart to the Lord, getting into the Word of God, 
praying and seeking the Lord, asking people uh, at your church to anoint you with oil and to pray for you and going every chance that you get uh, to be in the presence of other believers and to be washed in the water of the word because, you know, you go through life and you get you get life on you. And that's why in Ephesians 5, we're told that we need to be washed uh, in the water of the word. Jesus said he who is clean needs only to wash his feet. And, and, and that's how we have that ongoing washing uh, of the Lord. And, and, and it helps with uh, all of the things, including uh, these things that we deal with like depression. And then just getting our eyes on the Lord, on, on Jesus Christ, and, and having a purpose, uh, a reason that you're getting up each morning to worship and serve the Lord and to serve the people of God. And uh, allowing God to reveal that purpose and that calling and giving you the gifts. And, 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 and these uh, are, are truly uh, the simple solutions uh, to, to what can be otherwise uh, a very challenging problem in, in the lives of so many. And uh, so that is, that is uh, uh, just a, a little bit of encouragement. Certainly it's not an exhaustive discussion uh, of this subject, but, uh, but I, I do uh, pray that it helps, uh, it helps you and, uh, and that you're able to share share a little bit of that uh, uh, with your wife and encourage her in that way. Hey, Jason Vandeveer here on Calvary Live, and uh, we've got about 22 more minutes or so in the show. Time for a lot more calls and questions from you. If you want to join me on the program, got all our lines open, 303-690-3000. That's the one and only number that you uh, need to remember if you want to call, 303-690-3000, whether you're in Colorado or Wyoming or Maryland, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, by the way, all of you on the East Coast, we, we appreciate you listening on Hope FM and all of you listening up and down the front range on Grace FM. Uh, so glad you've tuned in as well. If you want to join me, 303-690-3000. You can text if you'd like, but I'd rather talk to you. 720-336-0897. That's the text number. 720-336-0897. But uh, like I said, texting's good. Calling's better. 303-690-3000. That's the call-in number. I'm Jason Vandiver. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel in Parker. Uh, as I've mentioned, in case you're You've, you're listening and you're hearing me for the first time and you're wondering who exactly I am and, and what church uh, that I'm a part of. Uh, I'm part of Calvary Chapel Parker and you can get more information uh, about us here in Parker, Colorado, calvarychapelparker.com, calvarychapelparker.com. That is the web address. And if you want to join us this Sunday is the next opportunity. 10 o'clock this Sunday, we'll be continuing in the book of Genesis, the third chapter. Uh, if God created everything uh in perfection. Why is the world the way that it is? That's what we're going to be talking about. Of course, we'll be dealing with the fall of man in Genesis chapter 3 this coming Sunday morning. Love to have you come on out, worship with us, study the Word of God, fellowship with us. We've got uh, uh, quite a few other things going on throughout the week. We've got a baptism and barbecue uh, coming up uh, in uh, July, July 15th. We've got uh, empty nesters, uh, young adults, youth ministry, our midweek service uh, Wednesday nights in the book of Exodus at 7 p.m. So a lot of different things that you can take advantage of if you're going to be in the area. If you're not, uh, you can take advantage of a, a lot of free resources available uh, on our website there. But how about uh, just being a part of this program here? 303-690-3000. You can call that number. Just uh, 
Tap it into your phone right now, 303-690-3000, and give us a call here. I just encourage you as well, you know, when you're studying the Word of God throughout the week, uh, or if you have a question that comes up, just make a little note in your phone. Just jot down the number 303-690-3000, and and next to that, uh, just make a little note in your phone and give us a call Monday through Friday here on Calvary Live. You can talk to uh, one of the various pastors that uh, hosts the the show here and is always uh, faithful to come and, and to just talk and pray and encourage and answer questions from the Word of God. They all do a great job and I enjoy uh, listening to uh, the different pastors and listening to you uh, and your calls and your questions. So jot that number down, 303-690-3000. Give us a call today if you have a question uh, or like I said, write down, just make a note in your phone and uh, give us a call if you have something you're studying, you need a little bit of help with that, you have an issue that you're dealing with, you need prayer or encouragement from the Word of God. Hey, I don't know if you've ever been to uh, Israel, but I want to give you an invitation. Uh, it doesn't really matter where you live or where you're listening, even if you're on the East Coast or up and down the Front Range. If you want to join us in Israel, next opportunity to do that with us will be uh, next spring uh, in March, actually. Uh, we'll be 11 days door-to-door in Israel and looking forward to getting back over there. 35-plus sites uh, from the Sea of Galilee down to the Dead Sea in Jerusalem and, and uh, most points points in between, a lot of teaching and live worship. It's a great time. If you've never had a chance to go, we'd love to have you go with us. And uh, if you're, maybe you live uh, close to our church here, but you have relatives that live somewhere else, that's not a problem. We've had folks travel with us from all over the country and uh, all over the world. So we can make arrangements for you to meet up with us either in Israel or uh, along the way uh, as we travel over there. And uh, you can get more information about that, the full itinerary, the cost, uh, full color brochure, registration information and all of that at uh, our website, calvarychapelparker.com. That's calvarychapelparker.com. There's a banner that'll come across. It says Israel 2018. Uh, just click on that and you'll get all the information. Now's a great time. You need to really, if you're going to be going to Israel, most people need to start planning ahead a little bit, planning their schedule, uh, planning their time, uh, planning their work time off perhaps, or uh, arranging to save up the finances uh, to pay for that. So it's good to start in advance. And if your church is uh, not going uh this year or or not going at all and you want to travel with us, uh, we're happy to uh, to make you part of our church family uh, while you travel over uh, to Israel with us. Love to, to meet you. Again, I'm Jason Vanderveer. I'm the pastor of Calvary Chapel Parker. And uh, give me a call here, 303-690-3000. 303-690-3000. That's the number to call. Or if you prefer to text, 720 I've got a prayer request via text here. It says, please pray for me. I've been having pain in my wrist uh, for a while. And uh, let's go ahead and, uh, and lift that up right now. Father... We just lift up this individual uh, as they're they're struggling with this pain. I'm not sure whether it's a nerve pain or or carpal tunnel or what exactly it is. I don't even know if they know, uh, Lord, but you know. And so, Lord, I just pray that you'd help them. I uh, sometimes when these things are like this, it affects our sleep and 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 it can affect our entire day as as we're just trying to get in a comfortable position and and it, and it can be distracting. In some cases, it can be even debilitating. So I just pray for this individual. Obviously, uh, it's something that's serious enough that uh, that they uh, they are thinking about it and and they're doing the right thing by coming to you, Lord, because you're the healer. 
And so, Lord, uh, we know that you're the one that can heal. And, Lord, if you don't choose to heal, if you choose to to allow them to go through this, uh, Lord, we know, as we talked about earlier, that your strength is made perfect in weakness. And, Lord, that we can glory in our infirmities. But I just pray that somehow uh, you would comfort, that you would strengthen, that, that you would help them uh, whether you heal or, or whether you just sustain them through this to be able to get through their, their life day to day with this uh, with this new pain that they're experiencing now. Lord, we love you and we thank you that uh, that we can bring everything to you and that you understand. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, to you, if, I hope you're listening uh, who, who texted in and, uh, and let us know. Uh, give us a call here and let us know uh, what's, uh, what's going on with that. And In fact, all of the folks that we've talked to today or even on previous days, give us a call here and, and give us a little praise report or a little feedback as far as what the Lord's doing in your life as a result of, uh, uh, of all the listeners and, uh, and hosts here praying for you. Hey, how about joining me on the air? Jason Vanderveer, pastor of Calvary Chapel Parker here on Calvary Live uh, 303-690-3000. Join me. Uh, that's the number to call if you want to join me here on the program. 303-690-3000. Let's go to Dennis in Colorado Springs. Uh, Dennis, welcome to the program. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. How are you doing? I'm okay. Yeah, what's on your mind? So, I had a couple questions. Um, so, and I think it's in Matthew 7. It okay. talks about... Um, you know, some people will call on the name of the Lord, but if He doesn't know you, that you're not truly saved. Um, so I was kind of wondering, when the Bible talks about believers, is that um, those who you know do the will of the Lord, or is that mainly because there's a lot of people believe in God, and, but mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if they're considered to be the believers unless they truly. Um, you know, seek to do the will of the Lord, because I'm going to, kind of, I'm in a marriage right now where my wife kind of, um, she believes in God, but her actions clearly don't. Um, she's had a few affairs, and hmm. I'm just really wondering if she's a believer or not. So she, she believes right. in a God, but she's not seeking to do the will of the Lord in her life, in her marriage. I'm just kind of struggling if she's a believer, because then I go to 1 Corinthians 7, and it talks about, um, you know, if if your wife is willing to, if you're married to a believer and she's willing to live with you, then mm-hmm. just stay with her. And if you're right. married, but if she's not willing to live with you, then it's okay to leave her. So I'm just kind of, kind of struggling with those two concepts of... What, what really a believer is, and then sure. um, how that applies to that. Yeah, well, I think the verse that you're probably referencing at the outset of your comments is in the 21st verse of, just like you said, Matthew chapter 7, where where he says, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. And then he continues on, many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, done many wonders in your name? And he says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. And and uh, you're absolutely right. I, I I think that that several of the things that that you mentioned, I, I would just uh, reiterate and 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 put into some uh, context for you. Um, it, it, it's this: there, there. Uh, I think it's as simple as this. There's a difference between belief and faith. Okay. okay? Um, 
the Bible says, James uh, says in chapter 2, verse 19, he says, even the demons believe and they tremble. Okay? So the demons believe, but they don't have faith. In other words, they're not saved. They don't have a saving faith. And, and, and there are people out there that they believe. They believe in God. They, they know Christian terms. They may use term, the, you know, the term Lord. They, they may even go to church. They may even do religious things at times in their lives. Um, but the reality of their faith is born like these, that they practice lawlessness. And and we see throughout scriptures, uh, throughout the scriptures that that you know if we if we say that we believe in Jesus Christ, but but we practice a lifestyle of sin. In other words, we it's not as though we sin and repent, but but we live in an ongoing lifestyle of sin and and not not, not repenting of that, not turning from that sin. Um, that we're we're lying to ourselves. That okay. that we're in a sense we're lying to those around us. We're trying to lie. Well, we're lying to God, but but He knows the truth. And yep. so, you know, the reality of that situation is, is that, is, is that that person is 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 walking a very slippery, um, precarious slope, and 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 in most cases is is not a believer at all, but is a make believer. Okay. okay, and so so when you bring up First Corinthians seven, you know, I, I I think that the idea is this, you know, that that if you're living with a an unbeliever, a make believer, or or just a flat out someone who doesn't even profess Christ, um, Paul says, look, if that unbeliever is willing to stay with you, then then you should stay with them, and you know, if your wife is is. Uh, you know, willing to stay with you, and and you know, as difficult as that is, as as unpleasant as that has been, because of the 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 things that she's put you through in her choices to 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 sin and and to to hurt herself and and to hurt you and potentially to be hurting other people um, by by her infidelity and and unfaithfulness and so forth, and 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 I'm sure there are other issues as well. Um, as hard as that is. Um, you know uh, the the scripture is is pretty clear, but uh, as you point out, if for some reason you know uh, Paul says, look, uh, if they depart, they depart. A believer is not in bondage um, in that in that situation, and so it's not as though you have to say, well, you know, I can't move on with with my life uh, yeah. at this point, because I believe that regardless of whether you have a difficult situation out ahead in, in, in your current condition or whether the, you know, because of the choices of your wife, something entirely different is coming for you. Um, the Lord has good for you because you're faithful and you love the Lord. And, was, and go ahead. Sorry. That was kind no. of part two of my question is, what does it mean when it says if the unbeliever is willing to live with you? Because right now, me and my wife, we do technically live in the same house, but we're essentially right. like two ships passing the night. She, she's right. made no effort into our marriage at all. Um, she, she's basically just just right. there for a roof over her head. And, and, but what does it mean, willing to, to live? Yeah, and, and unfortunately, I, I've seen you know similar situations to what you're describing. Um, it's hard to, for me, just kind of stepping aside for a moment. It's hard to say, you know, the motivation of a person in that in that condition. But I've I've seen it both ways with husbands and with wives who've kind of checked out of the marriage. But oftentimes, because there is something in it for them to stay. In other words, there's a financial reason to stay, and they, they kind of still do what they want to do, but yet they they uh, they they stay under the same roof. 
And so, you know, you've got you to look at that situation because um, I don't think in your situation, but sometimes there is a danger in that. And so, you know, you've got to be careful with that as well, uh, especially, you know, if your wife is, is not being faithful, uh, there are other uh, health considerations there as well. And so um, you've got to be smart about that situation, but I wouldn't be hasty. In other words, the Lord can heal that situation. The Lord can save her. And the closer your proximity to her, the more likely that is to happen. Because I believe that, that God wants to work through you. And, and oftentimes God does work through the, um, through the other spouse, uh, through, through the spouse in that situation. Um, but at some Rather than sitting on my heels, I, sh- I should still be pursuing her and... Yeah, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, I, I would put the romantic aspect of it aside for just a moment. Um, yeah. I think that I think that that you need to be in deep prayer for her salvation and and for your marriage. Um, you know, it may involve that you guys are basically two separate people under one roof for a while. Um, and and but from your perspective. My encouragement is twofold. First, it's for you to pursue your relationship with God on the deepest level you possibly can. Because no matter what happens, you need to be growing in your relationship with Jesus Christ. And just yep. get, getting is plugged in, getting into the Word of God and in prayer and, and serving the Lord and, and connecting with the body of Christ uh, in your church that you attend as much as possible. Um, but then just uh, intervening constantly for your wife and, and showing her love and kindness. It doesn't mean that you have to pretend or that you have to be, you know, uh, someone who is taking advantage of uh, in, in, in uh, you know, in that you just let her kind of do whatever she wants. But, but at the same time, uh, uh, you know, you're there interceding for her, sharing with her, and as long as she's willing to stay in that condition, uh, usually what I find is something changes. You know, something will change at some point. Either either she's going to come to Jesus Christ, or or she's going to go further into in the direction she's chosen. And 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 at that point, you're you know what you need to do will be clear. Okay. Okay. All right. So it's not always the answer that we, we want to hear, but sometimes it's the answer that we need to hear. Sometimes that answer is wait. Yeah. Okay. Let me All pray right. for you. Let me, let, me, let me pray for you before you go, um, Dennis. And, and uh, Father, we just, I thank you for Dennis, Lord. I thank you. Uh, his heart is clearly for you and for what you would have him to do. And Lord, but uh, he's in a, you, you know, he's, he's just in such a difficult situation. And so, Lord, I just pray that you, you would be there for him, Lord, that, that uh, in these dark moments, uh, Lord, that, that in a special way, uh, Lord, that you would just come to him, that you would reveal uh, yourself to him in a powerful way, that you'd give him the patience and the compassion that he needs, and um, Lord, to just uh, uh, be like you are with us. Lord, in this in this situation. And so, uh, Lord, I just pray that you would encourage him and strengthen him. I pray for the healing of his marriage. I pray for the salvation of his wife. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Dennis. And uh, let me know, uh, or one of the other pastors here, uh, let us know how it's going for you. All right, folks, 303-690-3000. If you want to join me, let's go to Kathy in Castle Rock, Colorado. Kathy, <laughs> welcome to the program. Hi. Um, How are thank you? Thank you for taking my call. Now, I just was meeting with a client, and she and I got to um, spiritual talk because I have this 
tattoo on my wrist that says redeemed mm-hmm. and a cross. <laughs> so awesome. she asked me about that. And she and I, eventually, I was sharing my testimony, and um, we were talking about that God, she was saying that God has chosen, chose me, and, and I, and I said, okay, now, the way I understand it is that God chose, he basically knew whether I, chose me to be a a believer. He knew, and, and, Mm -hmm. and I understood that just from years and years and years ago, from when it was first explained to me, because I've been a Christian for 40 years, mm-hmm. um, that it it doesn't mean, it, I thought it meant that, I'm going to pull over here because it's hard for me to articulate <laughs> while I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, me and too. And can't drive and do that. So, okay, now I'm stopped. So All right, great. I, I understood that God knew who, who was going to believe and who wasn't. Mm-hmm. So, so she was going to get me the verses and everything and, and talk to me about it. But then when I heard you on the radio, because I listen to this radio station all the time, mm-hmm. I thought, this is a perfect opportunity for sure. me to call and ask. Yeah. Well, what you're talking about essentially is you're talking about two concepts. You're talking about the sovereignty of God and you're talking about the free will of man. So, so how do these two things work together? How do election that God chooses you and, and free will work together? First of all, I'll give you a resource because we're, we only have a couple minutes left and I'm going to answer it quickly. But then, um, I preached a, a message on this topic, uh, several years ago, uh, when we were going through the book of Acts and it's from the 48 uh, verse uh, of the 13th chapter of Acts, and it says, as many as had been appointed to eternal life believed. And uh, so you can go, it's a, it's a message called the free elect. If you go to Calvary Chapel, yep, calvarychapelparker.com, just uh, pull up uh, our messages tab, and then pull up uh, series two in the book of Acts, and 1348, it's a message called the free elect. So very quickly here, um, basically God is sovereign. The Bible teaches us that God chooses us. You can't deny that. But the Bible also teaches us that we have free will. In other words, we choose God. So how do these how, how do these work together? Well, we've got to understand that that God, uh, a perspective of a simple, eternal God. What I mean by a simple God is, is that God has no parts. Um, nothing's added, nothing is taken away. So God doesn't acquire knowledge, and whatever God has, He is. For example, God is love, as we see in 1 John chapter 4, verse 8. So God, God doesn't acquire knowledge, He doesn't learn something about you and what God is he is eternally so he's had all of this knowledge uh, about you and about everything for eternity and so since he is eternal he doesn't learn things in sequence sequence is a function of time so eternally God has known the choice that you ha- would make but God elected all believers and predetermined Romans chapter 8 that they would be saved through the exercise of their own free will Okay, does that that make sense? God elected all believers and predetermined that they would be saved by exercising their own free will. So you can hear the music there. Unfortunately, I got to go. Like I said, go get that message. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. God bless you. Thanks for your call. Folks, I appreciate uh, all of you listening, all of your calls, all of the opportunity to pray for you guys. God bless you. Have a great night. Thank you for listening to Calvary Live. Be sure to tell a friend about Grace FM.